Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Credible Nerds podcast. This is the podcast you're looking for. Don't go about your business. Stay here. Well, go about your business and listen. And then you can move along. Move along. And may the force be with you, always. Incredible Nerds Podcast. This is Star Wars Apologetics, episode 15. And this is a little bit of a different structure of an episode. This was actually uh, some dialogue that was recorded between myself and Harry after episode uh, 13, the final battle. You know, the one that had the, the whacked uh, audio, so the echo and everything. So I apologize again for, for that error and having to listen to that. But this episode is kind of us just talking about Star Wars in general. We talk about uh, Rogue One, we talk about The Last Jedi, The Force Awakens, Solo, uh, New Hope, you know, pretty much everything, Rise of Skywalker. We just talk about what we like about Star Wars and how much fun it is to watch this saga. And so um, after listening to this, it's kind of an outtake of us just talking. So it's uh, not as structured as the previous episodes, but I still found it interesting and thought I'd publish it for, for those who are interested. So uh, just sit back and enjoy me and Harry talking the Star Wars. It was good. I mean, there's first time I watched it, I was thinking like, wow, this is intense, right? Mm-hmm. Like a third of this movie is, is, is battle. You know, not the biggest space battle we ever see. Um, not even close, um, but a pretty desperate one because there's really not that many fighters. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's a localized? Conflict? There's those droid ships seem to be pretty powerful, and the ships they got don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it's not really a warrior planet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a it's a defense force. It's not a, a military, a navy, or anything. But it, I don't know, it, it flowed well for me. And uh, I guess the visuals will always be um, just the visuals from the whole movie. It shows us a different side of the Star Wars universe. Like it's almost a before and after, right? Um, in the original trilogy, like everything's worn, worn out and broken down. The ships, the places, just everything is tired. And then we go back here, you know, 20 years before, and you get the opening sequence there on Naboo. And it's just a fabulous, amazing, beautiful city, unlike anything we've seen in Star Wars. Um, it's not ultra modern like Coruscant at the end of Jedi. Um, it's, uh, it's not worn out like Tatooine. Um, I mean, it's not you know, Bespin, but it's just, it has uh, an, an old, just beautiful feel to it. And it's this crazy place. And um, it expanded the universe so much. Yeah. And just visually that the first movie just is a treat. Yeah. 
that's one thing I like about Star Wars is it tends to hold up over time. You know, a lot of, like some movies, 20 years later, you're watching it and like, ah, special effects are dated. Right. I'm not really buying it. But Star Wars, you don't really have that. Um, especially with the original trilogy, is dated. You can watch the one from 1977 and it's... Right. I mean, it's, it's quaint, but it's it holds up. Um, well, I don't know. I, I think I'm always going to prefer model special effects. <laughs> There's just something about it yeah. um, that a, a model spaceship looks better than a CGI spaceship. There's just something about it. Um, as hard as you try, the, uh, the shadows and the lines and just everything about it is, to me, is better in a model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. One of the things that are misunderstood about this film is with Phantom Menace is the Phantom Menace uses more models than any Star Wars movie. Um, there's a lot of CGI, for sure. Like battle droids, right? They're all CGI. That whole sequence is a lot of CGI. But the ships, um, a lot of the stuff is there's model-based. This is, I think this is the movie where they really start to mix things. You know, the old school models with the new school CGI. And then Attack of the Clones definitely has more CGI than, than Phantom Menace does. But this film, uh, I've read some articles about it. It's, you know, if you want to do some research or look at it, it's, it's um, you know, it's documented out there. So. See, I guess I didn't know that. I thought I didn't realize there were still some models in that. Yeah. A lot of the sets are miniatures, like the pod race, Boon to Eve Stadium. That's just one big miniature. That's insane. Yeah. And even, I think even Revenge of the Sith has a lot of models too. I don't know if they have a lot, but as much as this film, but there's still a bunch. They were film. still using them. Yeah. So. Oh, Revenge of the Sith, man. I remember. That opening battle, sitting in the movie theater when that started. Yeah. So good. I was like, I don't want this to end. <laughs> it's, it's the best opening. I mean, episode four with the Star Destroyer and all that, that was amazing. It is amazing. But episode three with that space battle. That's like that's the space battle, space battle we wanted to see from the beginning. And then we finally got it. Right. Yeah, There's just so much going on. Right. Um, huge cruisers pounding each other to oblivion, just hordes of fighters in all directions and, and missiles and blasts and turbo lasers and just yeah. complete yeah. insanity. <laughs> yep. It was pretty good. I was hoping we'd get stuff like that in the sequel trilogy, but we really, we kind of got it in episode nine, but it wasn't as good as episode three. Well, it was, I mean, it was so at the end. I mean, that, that scene when they all come popping out of hyperspace was cool, right? Right. We just watched it the other night and we had to pause it because I was like, you saw the ghost, right? And my daughter's like, no, rewind it. <laughs> um, so we paused it for a second and, and it's just, you know, it's almost overwhelming how many ships are there. You can't even, it, you, I know people have spent a lot of time going frame by frame trying to ID all the ships. Yeah. Um, it's almost overwhelming. More time, like, 
Not because sh- a lot of it was our heroes flying around shooting, and, but they needed to spend more time like inside all those that fleet that showed up, showing the individual ships that yes we don't really get to see. Right. I wish we could see more of them. Yeah, yeah. Lengthen that whole end battle out another twenty minutes, <laughs> and just and and see all of that. Um, I mean, we we just only see a couple right yeah. you never see the ghost in combats mm-hmm. and that would have been a huge fan treat oh yeah uh, i think we saw the ghost in rogue one more than we did in this film or in episode nine yeah um and i mean the only person um the what the only one we really see that came out of that movie is is that attack runs or a bliss makes on the one mm-hmm. um and uh, that little interaction she has with Poe. Yeah. Um, but then you don't really see any of the other ships. You see Wedge for half a second, yeah, which is funny. like totally unfair. Uh, why'd you even write him in? If you, if you get yeah. 0.5 seconds of one line. Yeah. I mean, there should have been at least a two minute sequence of the Falcon, you know, flying around and um, just blasting fire. Yeah. And going back and forth between Lando and Chewie and and Wedge, mm-hmm. um, you know, some comments about Lando's rusty flying skills and, yeah. um, you know, can't you shoot a a quad cannon? <laughs> um, uh, I love seeing him, but it wasn't enough. Yeah, uh, a lot, a lot part of me wonders because I know that the film was heavily edited after it was done right just because of time it was already i think it's already the longest film or at least one of the longest star wars films and, but how if it would have been another 30 minutes who cares it's the last one it's episode nine the final chapter right i want to see i want to see stuff right we it's the final that. right yeah um and <sighs> I know the time, right? They're always like, if it goes beyond this, you know, we're going to lose X number of dollars because people just aren't going to see it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but if it makes the movie better, then everybody else is going to see it twice exactly. <laughs> uh, or three times. Um, and if it's that good, they're going to tell their friends and the word's going to get out. It doesn't matter that it's long. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, look how long Saving Private Ryan was and it made buttloads of money. Yep. Um, Braveheart Lord, was incredibly Lord long. Lord of the Rings, right? They're pushing three hours, all three movies, and um, made incredible amounts of money. Um, so, I don't know. It's unfortunate. That would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, the footage is out there. It's not over yet. You cannot not watch Rogue One and then immediately start episode four. Exactly. <laughs> Even if you just watch like the first ten minutes. You know. Yes. Yes. Um, absolutely, we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just theater, like I gotta watch it. Yeah. Um, I, I like wished I had two D- DVD players like and it queued up ready to go so it could just be seamless. Yeah. Um, only you could be so bold. I don't know. I just anytime somebody says I don't like solo, I just want to slap them and like, did you even watch it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> The biggest complaint is it's too dark. There's, there's not a lot of lighting. 
It's like, well, can you see the story? Can you follow the story? <laughs> Did you ever have trouble telling who was who? Yeah. I mean, other than the beginning of the Mimbin sequence, it's really dark on Mimbin, right? Yeah. But again, it's another planet. We don't know what's going on on this planet or what its ecology and, mm. and, and environment's like. So it's dark. It's a different place. Um, and I don't necessarily disagree that it's dark, but how is that a determination whether you like the movie or not? Right. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, and, and I think it just um, was totally on purpose because you, you are showing the difference. Um, but here we are just, you know, year a few years later and everything's dark. It's an industrial war machine. Um, Corelli is a horrible place because all they're doing is creating big cruisers for the empire. Mm -hmm. um, the war zones are terrible because they're just enslaving whatever people are saying no. Um, so it's going to be dark. Um, it's the tone of the galaxy at that point. Right. And, and it, it plays right in. The darkness of it plays right into the comments from, from Emphis Nests. You know, what is this coaxium? It's the fuel that's the fuel that's going to light the spark. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so the people missed it, right? Yeah. That that was all intentional, and uh, they crafted a, a a really stellar movie, and then people nitpick it for silly stuff and and miss how good it was. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just I don't know. It's the environment we live in, right? You got these loudmouth trolls. Um, and then media that doesn't do their job and listens to the same person over and over and over, it makes it seem like it's a whole bunch of people complaining. Mm -hmm. And then the casual fans decide they don't like something before they even see it. Yeah. I think if Solo would have come out before The Last Jedi, it would have been better received. So I think The Last Jedi made it cool to bag on Star Wars. Yeah. Whatever it was, like more acceptable, I guess. Right. So Solo comes out, oh, we got to trash this one because we don't like The Last Jedi. <laughs> like they're not even related. Right. Uh, other than the Lucasfilm logo and Star Wars, there's <laughs> nothing. Some, I guess the Falcons in both of them. Right. Maybe, but come on, it's like 40 years, 50 years before The Last Jedi. Completely, it's a completely different story. story. Yeah. yeah. It makes no sense. I know. Um, yeah, it was cool to bag on Star Wars. Um, and it's just a lot of negativity. Yeah, there was stuff I didn't like about The Last Jedi, too. I thought there was a bunch of missed opportunities. But um, I don't know. I guess I'm just not the fan that's going to bag on stuff. I'm going to look for the good instead of the bad most of the time. Yeah, yeah it's, Last Jedi is probably one of my least favorites. There are some good things in that movie. But it's probably one of my least favorites. But... Why spend time hating on it? Right. I mean, it's Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, when The Force Awakens came out, I saw it one time and then didn't watch it again for at least two years. I was so disappointed that it was just a rehash of A New Hope. Um, as much as there was cool new characters, um, I guess those memes of Finn panting and sweating all the time got to me. And just that the storyline is basically the same, right? Empire's got a super weapon. We got to destroy it desperate mission we'll pull it off mm -hmm. um but as i've watched it 
like a bunch more in the last couple of years, at least once a year for the last five years. Um, I like it more and more. Um, and you know, you catch the humor in it and you catch the little moments and you see the cool stuff and, um, you feel the pain of the characters, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I think, think it's perfectly fine to not like a Star Wars movie. movie. It's not, not your, your thing. thing fine. But right. Why you gotta go out of your way to trash it. Not yeah. Stop. Yeah. Point. Right. Yeah, you're not a movie critic. You just you're be- and generally they pick like one thing that they don't like, and they just pound on that one thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like that was one, like one thing that was two percent of the movie. Like you said, you know, if you like eighty percent of it, that's pretty dang good odds. Yeah, they're two of my favorite favorite Star Wars movies. And where was it? Was it Escape Pod? A few months back, where they rated all the movies, everybody had them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just always hard for me not to put Rogue One right up near the top. Yeah. Um, as sad a story as it is, it's still it's so freaking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is why I'm super excited about the the Andor series because Cassian was just this awesome character that you don't get to see enough of. Mm-hmm. He's conflicted. He's a little bit dark. I mean, he doesn't hesitate to tag that guy at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> he's like mm-hmm. he's not going with me and he's too weak to to not squeal so this yeah. guy's gonna die right now yeah. um you're like wow this guy's cold um it's i don't know kind of a side of the the rebellion you don't see right yeah the desperate yeah. things they have to do to stay alive and i think they'll explore that in this, this series i think that's where they're gonna go with that uh, hope it lasts you know a couple seasons yeah I think he's got a lot of stories to tell to develop him. I wish they would do another movie in between Solo and Rogue One for like a a Star Wars story trilogy. Because in the book, Solo, at the end, or no, yeah, at the end, Anthus Nest goes and meets up Saw Gerrera. And Jin is there, Jin Erso is there. And that's who she is, the Coaxian, too. For the rebellion. Oh, see, that would be a great way to tie yeah. those two movies together. So you have Infosnes, Jane Erso, Sagarera, and uh, you could do that, that's like one storyline that you can have Han and Chewie going to work, going to Jabba the Hutt's place, and that's how they um, meet up with Jabba for the first time. You know, right. You, you can tie those two stories together somehow. I think yeah. Could. Oh, I think so too. Um, and then it, you know, it gets you, um, more development for, for saw, um, for people that only watch the movies that aren't going to watch, uh, clone wars. Cause he's a really, he's a cool character, super conflicted and at, you know, at odds with the rebellion, but still, you know, fighting his own war. Um, I definitely want to see more about, about that. And that would, that'd be cool. Make it a trilogy. Yeah. Um, they might, if they did something like, you know, make Solo 2 happen is a thing on online, but they might, instead of doing a feature film, do a, a Solo 2 series, Disney Plus series, because that seems to be the, the big thing now, is doing everything, all these side stories, doing them on Disney Plus. But I'd be okay with that, too. I would. I, yeah. The more stories we can see, is... Um 
I like them all. I don't have to always be with the the main hero. Yeah. Um, I'd watch a, a series on on Chariot and Base, and like yeah. you know what they were up to before we see them in Rogue One. That would be cool. Um, see um, Bale and behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Oh, we need more stuff with him. Um, yeah, just need to get him in more. Um, anything, um, any of the stories is, you know, the, the beginning of the rebellion the people fighting for it, the, the falling apart of the, the Republic, um, because it's, it's not all gone right until the beginning of a new hope when they're sitting in there and, and Tarkin announces to everybody, well, the emperor dissolved the Senate, you know, the last, the last vestiges of the old Republic are gone. Yep. Um, so it's you know that's almost twenty years in the di- in the future still, and so you know there's the Senate's still there. They're still trying to to do good things, even though the the Emperor's in charge and he's creating this vast war machine to conquer the entire galaxy. Um, is there, yeah, there's a lot. So I think we'll see Bail Organa show up in Andor too. And and hopefully all of these 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 series do really well because then that just gives them ammunition to go for more, right? Yeah. Because it's all about money. So if they do well and merchandise sells well and more people are watching Disney Plus every night, then they're gonna go ahead and do another one and another one. So hopefully they're done well. Although I have to say, probably the movie I'm most excited about is Rogue Squadron. Yeah, that looks good. Or it sounds good. Um, that that little teaser trailer. I mean, it wasn't much to it. Just Patty Jenkins zipping up a orange flight suit and walking across the tarmac. Yeah, um, yeah that'll be good. I think she'll do a good job. Um, I don't know who they're going to get to play a young wedge. Just, <laughs> yeah. But um, when did when's the time period on that? Do you know? I haven't seen anything. I don't, I don't know if they've mentioned it yet or not. There's, I want more Star Wars. Didn't realize how much I missed Star Wars until there was more Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Because like you said, you know, we went all those years with just the original trilogy and didn't really think anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and they re-released them like, oh, this is awesome. Star Wars is cool. You know, you don't really think like, okay, are they going to tell more stories? I mean, geez, I was, I think, pre-mission when when i heard the rumors that lucas had originally intended it to be nine movies so that rumor that story that knowledge has been out there for you know three decades or more um but never thought it was going to happen until it did 